welcome to the Mark and Matt podcast. Uh, I'm Mark. Mark is. <laughs> oh no! Oh, what a great start! <laughs> Hi, um, you're Mark. I'm Matt. How you doing, Mark? Yeah, I'm. I'm Mark. <laughs> oh, doing geez. good. Shout out to anyone listening to the Matt and Mark podcast right now. Yeah, That's yeah. You. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, to me, or to the listeners. Oh, the listeners, yeah. Not oh, you. yeah. <laughs> not you, Mark. <laughs> not you, Matt. You don't get a shout-out. Yeah, oh no shout-out for me. It's so meta. I was talking about myself when I said Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be confusing now. Okay, so I'm Mark. Oh, boy. And I'm Matt. And that and that's Matt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Mark. Cool. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got it. All right. <laughs> All right. Happy uh, episode three, Mark. Happy episode three. I think, are you still in the process of editing episode two as we record no, this? No, I, oh. I literally just posted it. So oh. it'll, be, it'll actually be up tonight, which is cool. Oh, wow. That's neato. Tonight? Yeah, yeah. The process is a lot quicker after the first time. Yeah, I figured. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So go check out episode two if you haven't checked it out yet. Which yeah, you by the time you hear yeah. this, um, episode two will have already been in your ears, so... Uh, we'll one of the, one of those moments where it's like you have more power than we do right now. <laughs> That's true. I have the power. You ever see that video of He-Man, the He-Man video where it's just a bunch of clips from He-Man? I probably showed it to you. But they're singing What's Up by the Four Non-Blondes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. How have I not shown you that video? That was such a big part of my high school career. Like I showed hey, it to no. everyone. <laughs> Shout out to Paul really quick for uh, showing me that show in a uh, um, music camp at St. Olaf back in the day. <laughs> not, not my brother. <laughs> no, not your brother. My friend Paul. Okay. Well, shout out to Paul anyways. Mm-hmm. I should probably tell him to listen to this. Yeah, you should. Yeah, shout out to my brother. I'm, I should, I'm, I should I'm shout tell out him. my sisters too if they, should, uh, if they feel like tuning in. Yeah. I'm sure they do, you know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We've been talking oh. a lot about life. I guess. Well, I mean, we we did one episode on life. Oh yeah, isn't this one about life too? This one's about another type of life. Yeah, Yeah. this one's uh, life life during quarantine. Life during quarantine. Okay, (laughs) good. So that's like two out of three. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. Next time it'll be it'll be lighthearted again. But today it's going to be all about life in quarantine, which has been kind of hit or miss for me. I don't know about you, but um. I mean, I made the most of it, and it was very depressing at times, but overall, it's not been, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. It's been a learning experience. For sure. About a lot of things. <laughs> Lots of yeah. different things happening. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wow, think, are, um, are we I kind of just want to get this minutes. one out of the way. Yeah, um, well, yeah I mean, it's going to be a part of our life for a while. I just saw a Facebook post. It was really funny. One of those meme posts, but it's just text. It's like, wow, I can't believe Los Angeles is already back in quarantine. We did everything wrong and everything still went wrong. (laughs) Isn't that great? (laughs) Isn't that just the epitome of how America is handling this right now? Basically, yeah. What? Everything went wrong, but we did all the wrong things. (laughs) Um. I had a really good conversation with my dentist today. Um, shout out to my dentist. Yeah. Or, What's his name? In the Cre- words of Crentist. I, 
<laughs> I wish. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> um, actually, I should say, uh, a la James G. Word to my dentist. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, he well, while we were waiting for the Novocaine to set in, he was asking me about, you know, what I do, and I'm like, oh, I'm a teacher. I teach band, and then he he was asking me about like what the uh what the plan will be for the school year and i'm like i have no idea but here here are a few things that i've heard that people are throwing around and we'll get an official word tomorrow hopefully because they keep pushing it back you know and um but it was really nice to talk to somebody that was more like on the level-headed side rather than attacking me for being a teacher and being like i don't think we should go back yet because like this is a really scary thing and i don't want a lot more people to die because of it Mm -hmm. and um and you know he could have been like people on Facebook who's like, "Oh, you're just a coward and lazy," and I'm like, "Nope, I care about my students' lives." So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But we had a good conversation. He agreed. You know, um, I think, you know, if we don't go back right away, that won't break my heart. But if we, you know, we'll do a hybrid learning at some point. I think. I think what would be best for the, um, the you know elementary schools if, if they have to go full time, that's. I guess it's fine. They just, they should be in a pod, you know, like uh, nobody leaves their own classroom and whatnot. You eat food in your classroom and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, usually elementary school is in their own classroom, but except for specials, classes, and lunch, I guess, and recess. Yeah, so that, those will be the variables, of course, but um, I think they can probably work around it, and and I think that'll be beneficial for families too, because I noticed that was the biggest complaint was that parents had trouble working and being part-time teachers too. So that would kind of take the stress off the parents and the older siblings. And um, to be speaking of older siblings, I think the hybrid model, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like, Oh, um, Oh, I am. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. Well, I'll explain it anyway, just so that people know um, what the hybrid model would be with that would be um, in the upper classes anyway there'd be days where they are in school and days where they're not in school. So kind of a hybrid learning. And um, you'd if you were in the same household, then all your siblings are going to be on the same days too. And you also have the option to stay home all the time if you're more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that model a lot because it kind of, it helps us kind of transition from full quarantine to kind of getting back to what we're used to. And um in a more safe manner than just going on going ham and everybody go back and normal and because that that terrifies me to be honest (laughs) it's good to have the option like i i know that there are some students that were supposed to be attending summer school i'm teaching summer school right now um but there were some students that were supposed to come and there were some parents were like you know what i don't want my kid to go to this so they had the option to just stay home or just not do summer school or like sort of do a hybrid type thing because we're like reading a book in summer school. And so these kids at home have a book. Like one of my students was supposed to be there, but he had some some pre-existing conditions. So they wanted him to stay home. And so he's at home, but he's reading along with the book with us. And my supervisor was like, if you have any science activities that you're going to do, that he could do from home, like we would love to have him join, but I also haven't done that yet. I I haven't really heard much about him and his process, but yeah, teaching summer school, I've seen what's going to happen. I'm teaching kids going into fifth and sixth grade. They're not going to keep their masks on. 
They're not going to social distance. They, some have their parents' beliefs pushed onto them because they're little, they're young kids, like especially the youngest kids. Yeah. Whatever their and parents think about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Like one of my great students, he's a wonderful kid, but he keeps on telling me like, well, my mom says coronavirus just isn't that big of a deal. Like, so I don't need to wear my mask, but he has his mask. He wears it if I tell him to. But yeah, they've every time I forget to tell them to, then they're not going to wear it. Like, even though I did the big speech about wear, wear your mask, we need to wash up really well airplane arms to say six feet apart um and really the thing they've been doing well is just cleaning up after school but that's probably because that means it's the end of the school day they're like oh my gosh once we clean up we're gonna like be able to go yay (laughs) so that's why they're doing that (laughs) but really besides that things are going to be interesting and i've been teaching fifth and sixth grade but in the fall i teach high school and middle school so it's interesting to see what the high schoolers are going to do. I think the high schoolers might have an easier time following the guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, there will probably be plenty of them that want to rebel, but um, yeah, it's a little, a little. You have a little bit more leeway when it comes to you know telling high schoolers to like do something. You know, it, it's it's easier for them to grasp that they kind of have to follow those directions. Um, much more than a, a younger children, if that makes sense. A younger child. Younger, younger child. child. <laughs> it's either younger children or a younger child. It's not a younger children, <laughs> Matt. How did you become a teacher? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> Why not? I'm just so fascinated that I got the summer school job because I am teaching like ELA, English language arts, and I'm like not qualified to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but it has been easy. Like they've given me like a curriculum to follow and activities to do, well, except for science. I have to make up, make my own science things. And uh, next week know, we're actually talking about coronavirus and quarantine for our last huh. week of summer school. Fun, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I I I always kind of was interested in teaching science. Um, or like. My other career path would have been ophthalmology, you know, eyes, because I'm always around <laughs> that stuff, and it's super interesting. But well, I think we're, teaching we're is... all around eyes. I have eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and they're around too. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it would be kind of out of my wheelhouse because I definitely did better in band and choir than I did in in uh, science, and I definitely got accepted to the College of. Um, music and not the college of uh, biology college of science (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever that would be um (laughs) but i i still think it would be kind of fun i mean i'm not good at math but like i get it and it translates translates well and science is cool Mm -hmm. yeah and my one of my biggest mentors at the school the science teacher i mean mostly because she's right across the hall from me she started off in like music teaching music stuff and she switched to science because money (laughs) uh but she's absolutely incredible teacher like the students love her the other a lot of the other teachers love her and she's been one of my biggest mentors besides the other music teacher so i don't know if she's listening but shout out to greta if you're listening but yeah she really like helped me through the year and yeah so she started off 
in music. And she actually accompanied all my solo ensemble kids that got to do solo ensemble before it was canceled. Cool. Yeah. And she just come up to me and she's like, Oh my gosh, let's like, I would love to play more piano for you. Like if you ever need an accompanist, just let me know. And I've gone to her after like tough days of choir and just stuff in general. Cause she's a really good teacher too. She's just excellent. And so she was able to switch to science and now she seems really good at it. And like right now I'm going to her to be like, Hey, give me a science experiment. Please help in summer school as I teach science. <laughs> and I have to make up my own lessons. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> dead air. Oh boy, dead air. Oh, no. <laughs> dead air. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we just kind of started rambling about school. I mean, of course, because it's like the center of our lives, and we have so many questions about it. And my principal scheduled like a meeting for us all to meet. Because we all have millions and millions and trillions and billions of questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? Let's just have this meeting. And it's while I'm teaching summer school and like some of the other teachers are too. It's like, no, why? <laughs> but we're <laughs> asking we him. Sometime. <laughs> yeah. And one of the other teachers like approached me and was like, hey, if you have questions for this meeting, let me know and I'll ask them for you. And then they're probably going to record it because hopefully so that teachers who weren't there can like watch it. Cause I'm sure a lot of the teachers have the same questions. Like, well, what are we going to do about phones and dress code? And how do we, what's the discipline for kids that don't wear their masks? Cause, cause Oofta mm. is all I yeah. can say. <laughs> that is a, that is a really good question. I, the discipline thing is kind of tricky. Yeah, I know. Like, it can't just be cut and dry either because there's so much apparently controversy well, around it. Well, that's one um, thing is there's going to be a lot of leeway. Like some teachers, yeah. it depends on who the teacher is because some activities will probably require mass, like singing or other things. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. then well, if they're I sitting think... at their desk during like a lecture then and they're six feet apart, then they may not need to wear their mask like in a math class or a reading class or something. <sighs> And that whole six feet thing, that kind of makes me wonder, because, you know, there are so many kids in a building and only so many rooms for those children. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious how, how it'll all work, but I'm, I'm sure it'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, because I mean, I'm personally worried, and I ha I'm at a very small school, so these mm -hmm. giant public urban schools, I can't imagine what they're doing. Yeah. Like, that would be insane to have, like, our rooms are pretty small, too. But our principal said he went in there with a tape measure and found out, like, all the measurements of the rooms. And he found out that we can accommodate, like, 20 students, probably tops. It's like, oh, okay, good to know. And that's usually what our class sizes are, like, 20 or smaller. Except the band. The band has, like, 40 kids in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my band last year had pushing, was pushing 70. Oh, what? Yeah, which was which felt pretty good. I mean, it's good to have a, a big group like that. But mm -hmm. um, at the the school down the street from me, their their bands are minimum like eighty to a hundred. So, and, <laughs> oh no, yeah. And the the band room is about the size of the one that I had last year, maybe a little bit bigger. And mm -hmm. um, I'm just I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, I've seen where they've like spread everybody out and set a gym, 
but yeah. I know Fayed will probably need the gym. <laughs> yeah, if it's at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything is always at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, I and I approached my administration <laughs> and told them, if this is the number of kids I have and they're going to be in my room, then we can't safely sing. Like, here's what I'm going to try and do. Like, I'll cut the choir in half because I only have 14 at the moment. So seven of them will rehearse on Monday, Wednesday, seven, the other seven on Tuesday, Thursday, and then the other kids in the room just have a study hall because we can't safely social distance in that room. And then mm-hmm. I was like, but give me just at least one day, just one day in the auditorium for a full group rehearsal, like even just one. And so like the president and the principal and some other admin people are talking about that. Like maybe we can just have auditorium as the band and choir room i mean it is kind of their space like that's where they perform it's where music happens but there are like of course there are like other events that happen in there since i'm at a catholic school that's where we have our mass so they have to set up for that so i don't know if that'll look very different this year um yes i kind of already (laughs) have ideas of what's going to happen because last year we at least once a month we would combine the high school and the middle school for an all-school mass but that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll probably have a separate middle school mass and a separate um, high school mass every week. I know it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But now I have to figure out the music for that too, and that'll be a another meeting. Lots of meetings that are going to be happening. Our principal just sent out, or our president sent out an email today saying, "Hey, remember as we get closer to school." Oh my gosh, we're getting closer to school. Like, remember yeah. to, if even in our meetings, make sure you're six feet away from people. If that's not possible, be wearing your mask. She's like, that's required. And yeah, my goodness, school is started. It's already <laughs> August. What happened in summer? I know. Like, I know. I was, oh, guess God. where I, guess where it really hit me? When? I was in a store yesterday. Do you know what store it is? Do you want to guess? Target? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was in Target yesterday buying Malibu and avocados and a candle. And then I walked past the school supply section. I was like, oh, right. It's it's coming. Oof. I guess it should have hit me when my admin was asking me, like, oh, make your school supply list so we can send it out to students. But yeah, they oh, just have... <laughs> Yeah, Target just has their big old school supply section set up, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, ooh. I saw that today, too. Were you at Target today? Oh, yeah. I had to, <laughs> um, I had to get a, a thing from the pharmacy and get some uh, um, groceries and get, oh, and get a new toothbrush mm-hmm. and get my, uh, my, my latte from Starbucks at Target. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when I gave that guy a heart attack. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh. Wait, did we talk about that before recording? Because you should probably clear up. I'm gonna, yeah. Matt, I'm gonna Matt didn't actually give someone a heart attack. He's fine. Yeah, he he's actually okay. He's very much because when you but... explained it, I was a little surprised. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, excuse me, you said that so nonchalant, like." <laughs> so I I was walking up to the counter, and the dude is like head deep in his work, like he's filling up tubes. To like, did you say you head know... deep? Well, I don't know if I've heard that before. Yeah, but yeah, I can well, I can I kind of know what you're saying. Yeah, so he he was like really into his work and like didn't notice the world around him. And I'm also kind of quiet when I walk towards things, especially in a loud <laughs> environment. So, uh, like, 
from his perspective, like he's working, 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 and nobody's there. But all of a sudden, Matt's there, and he just like jumped back a whole foot. It's like, whoa! <laughs> we had a good laugh. He made me my oh. latte, and I was on my way. But um, we <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times has that happened to you, though? You're just like in school, sitting at your desk, and then all of a student, all of a sudden, a student is right there. It's like, whoa! Oh! Oh! Yeah. And I freak yeah. out for like a minute. Then they're like, um. <laughs> I'm not going to be a class today. Like, <laughs> okay, what'd you say? <laughs> I'm usually like listening to music in my classroom too. So <laughs> yeah. I don't always hear the door. Oh yeah. And they're like, Hey, and I'm like, ah, I know. I just have my door open <laughs> and they just kind of come rolling in. Mm-hmm. They do a somersault. One of my students today wanted to do a cartwheel and a backflip. And I was like, dang, I really want to see that. But that's, extremely unsafe to do especially in this classroom but uh, oh. but deep down i just really want to see him do like a cartwheel into a backflip <laughs> and he's oh, he was about to do it and he's like yeah i definitely don't have enough room i'm like then don't do it don't do it <laughs> but deep down i was like do it do it <laughs> so i feel like so many kids have done backflips in my room that <laughs> it's just like a thing now <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing like, like you hey, need to learn how to do a backflip now because that's just a thing they do in your classroom yeah kind of like i need to buy those shoes because you're wearing them so i need to learn a backflip like because that's oh, what gosh. you do <laughs> that's what you do during mm-hmm. quarantine which is what we were kind of talking about <laughs> yeah yeah so um we're kind of just in it now. Like we started in like three minutes. That's insane. Yeah, go team. So we're kind of talking about the future, I guess. Now and then, back oh. a little bit to a, a well. The time. future is future quarantine. Is I feel like. Yeah, yeah. The future is quarantine. Um, I think, mm, I think August. I'm gonna be a lot more strict to myself about social distancing and everything. But um, mm-hmm. just because. I feel like I need to do my part, but um, I don't know. I feel like we've just gotten really lucky. Yeah, and I personally, once I saw that Wisconsin just wasn't taking anything seriously, I kind of hopped on that bandwagon, and I stopped wearing my mask when I get got in the stores just because I was the minority again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, well, no one else is wearing their mask, and yeah, it's not that bad here in Chippewa Falls, but now it is kind of spiking but the big thing it feels kind of selfish it was when i got asthma you know harry i have asthma (laughs) (laughs) but once i found that out i'm like wait this could be really serious and like when i before i went to the doctor for my asthma like i was sometimes laying in bed for like well i'd crawl into bed at like midnight and then i wouldn't fall asleep till about four or five and it was really rough because I was having trouble breathing because I didn't have my inhaler yet. Like, it's much better now. But now I've experienced that trouble breathing on a smaller scale. Like, sometimes I'll just be sitting watching a movie and I won't be able to catch my breath. And it's like, that really sucks and it's kind of scary. And now, yeah. if I get coronavirus, it's going to be that times a million. There's going to be a cough with it. There's going to be fever people have been getting like hallucinations and you lose your sense of smell. There's all kinds of other symptoms because mm-hmm. I mean, having trouble breathing sucks. <laughs> like I'm yeah, sure you've had like yeah. a hard workout where it feels like that. And like mm-hmm. now I have asthma. So <laughs> I'm really experiencing that every day, but it helps so much to have an inhaler to just make it go away after a little bit. 
but good God, I don't want this virus. And so I started wearing my mask more and I realized as much as I need to go out for my mental health, I should stay home as much as possible. Oh, and that's just a tough reality. Like I kind of want to go out just to see what the bars are like in Wisconsin this weekend. (laughs) But I also realized I shouldn't do that because I know that the bars are going to be bad. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to like a couple where there's like seven people there watching the game. Yeah. But you're in Minnesota. Yeah. It's not like we're, I'm not like going to a place like the pickle where like every (laughs) college kid is there. You don't even know what the pickle is. I know, but I, you... I make I draw my conclusions. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I've compared it. Because the pickle is the grandmas of Eau Claire. So mm-hmm. That's all for those that know. don't know, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, the pickle is just that crappy little dance club that all the trashy college students go to. Actually, I don't even know it that well. I went there like once for just a couple of minutes, you know, in true Wisconsin fashion. <laughs> But yeah, oh gosh, I couldn't even imagine going to the Pickle now because one of my friends did say that the bars aren't as busy as they used to be, which is good. But still, that's like Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So it might still be pretty darn busy on a Friday or Saturday night. (laughs) It could be. There's plenty of people there that don't care. So yeah, definitely just should stay home as much as possible which Mm -hmm. is a hard reality to face especially like toward the beginning it's a hard reality to face to tell yourself like oh i do need to stay home especially when you're someone who needs to be around people a lot yeah i think going out and like actually seeing people what was really helping my mental health because Mm -hmm. i went i think i went a a solid like two to three months where i just didn't see anybody besides my Mm -hmm. roommates or anybody at target so like it it just took a toll like you need you need that human contact but you need to do it safely like if you can go on a nature walk wear a mask do what you gotta do but like go on a nature walk with a friend or something but maybe don't go to like a restaurant or a bar or um especially avoid like the mall of america please don't go there (laughs) (laughs) oh man i i i'm so i'm i'm still floored that they even opened that place because it's not just like a mall like people go to the mall but yeah i had um, no idea yeah the mall of america is like a tourist attraction so people Uh from all over come for it and Uh that's like um an accident waiting to happen you know so it's weird but so would you say that asthma has been the biggest um change or new big revelation or big your big thing for quarantine i feel like everybody has that one big thing the beginning of quarantine was I mean, the major thing was school closing (laughs) right? because I was in the middle of like (laughs) planning for school and just finishing up my first year as a teacher and also realizing like, hey, Mark, you've got hella music to program. Like at the end of the year, the choir is going to be singing at so many things and you're probably going to die. And like, yeah, (laughs) that's a lot of things because I mean, the beginning of the year, (laughs) the beginning of the year, we had a fall concert. Then we had a Christmas concert and like it was only high school at the fall concert and then middle school and high school had a Christmas concert. And that's what I had for a semester. But then for second semester, I had a spring concert for both middle and high school. 
we had solo ensemble they had to prepare for. We sing a song at graduation. We have an event called Fine Arts Night where they perform. We have baccalaureate, which is the graduation mass. And so the choir, for the first time, sings all of the music for that. And just, I don't even remember what else. I think there was a lot more stuff. And one of my teachers told me, like, yeah, you're going to have to, you might have to, as bad as it sounds, you might have to put, like, your music literacy stuff on the back burner and just teach them stuff that they know because your load is going to get so heavy. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I was preparing for all this, and then it all just got taken away for a while, and we had to make decisions like, should we cancel this concert? And it's like, yeah, we should because we're closed indefinitely at first. And then we were closed definitely. And then it's like, oh, we're just doing online and trying to plan things. And I mean, online school and teaching was just, a, I, I don't even have the words for it. It was just so different, especially as a specials class, as a music class, trying to teach them how to sing. Um, so yes, cl- school closing was my big thing. Uh, I guess it was also weird living alone. Like I described that in the first episode, I live in a one bedroom apartment and I also still feel kind of new to Eau Claire. I've been here for just over a year now, but I don't have a lot of friends I can just go to, to say, Hey, so the social life was a little different, especially going from putting in like 60, 70, 80 hours a week to just online teaching that was only about 30 to 40 hours a week. That was a big change. And just having free time. I'm sure that was a big thing for you too, just free time. Oh yeah, lots of lots and lots of free time. Mm-hmm. To the point where I actually made a whole new daily routine just to like keep myself on some kind of schedule mm-hmm. just so that I wasn't going crazy and like staring at a wall all the time mm-hmm. or a big black screen. Um I, uh, you know, I started the the workout routine that I do five times a week now. I, I went from seven to five because I realized I needed a, you know, a, a, a day rest day. Rest. Yeah. <laughs> You're working out seven times a week? I you was. Were? Now, yeah, now I'm doing five. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, yeah. is it strength workout or like cardio, running? Um, All, all the of above. It? Five days a week? Yeah. My goodness. That's... <laughs> I mean, I guess I was only on like a set workout plan in high school, but even in high school, it was like four days a week, like when I was training to be on the football team. That's a lot. And right now it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to do actually my goal board. I'm looking at it right now. Like I'm supposed to do like an easy workout six times a week, at least six times a week and like do an intense thing like four times a week. This week I did my like indoor workout. It's more of a strength workout. I did that on Monday. Yesterday, I took a two-hour nap. And today, I told myself I was going to run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it hasn't happened. Maybe later. I'm good at running at 8 o'clock p.m., like right before the sun goes down. That's Mm -hmm. when I thrive, as I tell people. (laughs) Nighttime is when I thrive. But yeah, I haven't been thriving with my workouts. Because actually, I was doing pretty good with the workout in like April and May. But then like the asthma started to kick in and then I had to go to the hospital and I asked him like, should I be working out? And they're like, well, yeah, just take it easy though. 
because I was actually trying to, I was trying to train for a whis- the whiskey run 5k. I was going to run my first 5k. And I'm <laughs> fun fact, I'm actually drinking out of that whiskey run 5k glass. And I haven't run the race yet. Like I'm good. My goal is to do it by the end of the summer. That's actually on my goal board. Like by the end of the summer, run a 5k. Cause, oh man. And it was fun just to get out of the house to run. Cause that's the thing. That's a thing that got me out of the house because once like at the beginning of quarantine, it was such a weird vibe outside. It was just yeah. the streets were empty. People were not, not even walking during the day or like they were walking, but that's the only time they get out of the house because everyone's mm-hmm. working from home. So it was just a really weird vibe. And like, no one leaves their house. If they get food, they get it ordered and delivered to them. And so, I don't know. Do you remember that vibe like at the beginning of quarantine when you go yeah, outside or even if you drive and the main roads are just empty? It was like, whoa, yeah. like zombie apocalypse, <laughs> Samarit. Yeah, like uh, um, the highway that runs through town. Usually uh-huh. there's a good amount of traffic on there and it's built up again. But in the beginning, it oh, was yeah. pretty dead. Like I could I could drive to Minneapolis and have no issues. And now it's like back to normal, but it just kind of sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> around the know. neighborhood, you know, there was nobody it was a ghost town it was like almost like people were like at like at their place of employment but no they're inside they're hiding because they yeah. see like some dude walking around with his headphones but <laughs> <laughs> um, get away witch he's a witch he turned me into a newt yeah but oh, what better. i what i kind of miss about the beginning of quarantine was that there was a lot more chalk uh chalk, uh, chalk art on the, on oh, the sidewalk man. like uh people were writing cute messages on the track over oh my gosh house, like uh i kept um enjoy happy quarantine um we'll get through this love each yes, other yes i saw those all the time on my runs or my walks it's like hey remember be happy i'm like mm-hmm. oh you be happy then i knocked on their door and they're like go away <laughs> no that didn't actually happen <laughs> yeah i never like just walk up to a random door and be like hey mm-hmm. thanks for that message yeah now it's like people are kind of the children are running about and they're mm-hmm. having sports practice and there's not much chalk art and they're and playing video games together. They're playing for the middle schoolers are playing Fortnite together. Oh yeah. Oh, they or, talk about or, it every Apex day. Legends or uh, Rainbow Six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't even know what that one is. Oh, it's a Tom Clancy game. It's like uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> oh, it. I feel like. I oh, feel Tom. Yeah, oh, Tom, yeah, yeah. Like MySpace, mm-hmm. Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Your one friend. <laughs> Shout out to MySpace. I'm saying it. We all miss it. <laughs> you know, I might go back to MySpace just because, like, nobody's using it. So Well, I've, like, like a... looked at it, and it looks so different. Like It's so different. Last yeah, year, like I looked it... at it. It's like, Tom, what happened? <laughs> Tom, Tom Clancy, what happened? What happened? <clears throat> I think they tried to make it into, like, a, a site specifically for discovering music as in a social aspect, and then everybody forgot about it, so it yeah. didn't happen. But, but that's fine. SoundCloud is the thing. Um. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I I think my my big thing during quarantine actually happened over the weekend um, because you know at the beginning they were all saying like oh my oh gosh, yeah because I I know <laughs> what you're gonna say <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a really big deal but um, 
you know, at the beginning of quarantine, everyone was like, oh my gosh, pick a new hobby, you know, learn to cook or something and like, or learn to make cocktails mm-hmm. like you did. And, um, you know, my big thing is something that like, I feel like isn't a very common thing in someone's adult life to accomplish. Yeah, not, but, not at this age. No, like I should have probably learned this when I was like five or eight. But um, yeah, I finally learned how to bike. <laughs> five or eight, not six or seven. <laughs> yeah, you learned how to bike. Yeah, it's and, a, it, it was crazy. <laughs> well, no, what was crazy was when Nick sent me the Snapchat the next day. Because, okay, me and Matt were in Duluth this weekend. We stayed with Nick. Shout out to Nick. Shout out Thank to Thank you for letting us stay at your house and look at your <laughs> look at your snake and God, I was terrified. Like <laughs> I don't like snakes. But we Shout were just watching TV and Pierre, the snake, just was like uh, oh man, I have my I'm doing stuff with my hand. But he just like kinda creeped up next to me behind the glass and I was like, Oh, oh, oh. Okay, shout out to Nick and Pierre. Um, but yeah, I was in Duluth with Matt this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was there when one of our other friends like was teaching him how to bike behind Duluth Cider in front of all in the people. alley. <laughs> yeah, but no, <laughs> someone was like teaching him how to bike and like holding his waist and like pushing him along, because you know, just like anyone that's riding a bike for the first time. And then I was like, wow. And then Matt got his own bike, and then I left, <laughs> sure and did. the next day. I saw a Snapchat from our friend Nick of Matt just riding a bike like a pro just down the street. And I was like, no way is that Matt. Like, <laughs> because you were just riding right along in a suburban neighborhood, like pretty much on the street, like and yeah, going nice, like quick with no one holding your waist. And I was like, wait, <laughs> that's Matt's second day on a bike. How is he doing this? Like, Honestly, if I got back on a bike, I feel like I would be falling at that speed. I mean, probably not. It's been like 10 years since I've ridden a bike, but I probably didn't lose it. But still, I was like, how, how is he doing that? Like, I remember him talking about he's just going to do it in the grass by the soccer field because you don't want to fall on concrete. And luckily, he had a helmet. Shout out to helmets. Shout out to um, helmets. Yeah, definitely. Always wear a helmet. But I was just... I was baffled like when I saw that Snapchat. I was like, what? They're going like 100 miles per hour. How is this possible? <laughs> but yeah, you learned how to ride a bike. And you're probably going to keep riding a bike. Have you ridden it since you got back to Shakopee? Yeah, every day, actually. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like want to keep getting better at it and get more comfortable with it. Because, you know, there's still some, there's still some things that are tripping me up a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I think... That night, when the video that you saw from Nick, I was kind of yeah. on a high, and also Nick was really. Uh, oh, you were kind of high. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you took some shrooms, then you went for a bike ride. <laughs> well, we did make pizza without mushrooms. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you can get high off a of pizza. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, when I eat a pizza, I feel real good after that. <laughs> yeah, but so we, um, you know, I was, I, had, I started out in his backyard, and it just. He told me, you know, you're going to have an easier time on the street because I, I was kind of struggling because, you know, it, it's kind of. It is harder bit... to ride on grass. Yeah. If that's what um, you're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I have the gear shifts, and if I had thought to oh, put yeah. in lower gear, then I that would have helped a lot. But the street was way easier, and I kept my balance, and um, we were, we practiced turning, and then we just kind of went on a ride, and it just it was wild. And at one point, I like we were zooming, like you saw in the video, and I'm just like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I gonna am I gonna fall? No, I'm not. But oh, <laughs> no, gosh. I'm not. I, and then I you fell. No, I didn't fall, which is great. I just well, it would have been really good for comic effect if you were just riding your bike and it's like, hey, I'm not going to fall. Then you fall. Yeah. That's the rule of comedy right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'm never going to fall. Yeah. And then you just ride to a tree. <laughs> that, I feel like that's going to happen one of these days because I've been. Um, oh, yeah. I've ridden uh, into a tree. Yeah, it's fine. I've been biking a lot at night lately just because I want to oh. not have all eyes on me, but I also should consider the fact that, like, no one can see me. <laughs> yeah, well, do you have, like, a light? Is it, when you say night, do you mean dark? I mean, like, right around sundown and then after the sun goes down. So, so dark. Much <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Like, I, I've been playing it safe. I've been only being in either residential areas or in a parking lot where there's nobody just driving around so mm-hmm. um it it has helped wait do you that. okay do you have a good light on that bike i don't have a light at all you, well then don't ride after dark okay well maybe safety first shout out to safety god <laughs> you know i'll get a light today and then i'll have a then i'll be safe yeah my i mean commented on that too like i came home at 10 30 last night so, so how is this whole like biking at night thing working like have you been hit by a car yet have you been hit by a car <laughs> well yeah that's what's gonna happen that's why you have a light yeah yeah and i've i'm kind of rubbish at um <laughs> at, uh, i'm kind of rubbish at like controlling my um like a direct line right now like i noticed that on the sidewalk it's like why am i swerving so much and it's just because I'm kind of letting letting the bike go where it wants to a little bit, and then it turns out like there's not a lot of wiggle room on a sidewalk. So, and also because of the five vodka Red Bulls you drank before biking, you're not yeah, supposed to yeah, drink you gotta, a bike, you know. Yeah, I know, but I had to get, <laughs> had to get my confidence up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your confidence up. Get the energy from the Red Bull, and yeah. then the confidence from the vodka. It's like I yeah. could ride a bike. <laughs> So, no, but it is just ap- I I was still just blown away, and like good for you for still riding the bike every day. Oh, thanks. I did pay a pretty penny on it, so I kind of like, get like, <laughs> yeah, you get did. out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, some a lot of things. It is hard to say, like in quor- going back to quarantine, it's hard to stay motivated for a long time. At least for oh, me, very. maybe it's just me. Especially like with the workout thing, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna work out all the time. In fact, I'm just looking at my goal board. Um, if you don't know, I have a goal board. I've got a whiteboard, and then I wrote a bunch of like, oh gosh, how do I even describe it? So I made categories, and then I put goals under there that are like long-term goals. Like I have a health category, I've got a school category, and it's been just being edited, but I add things on there. Sometimes they're long-term. Like, okay, for example, like the exercise one, it says I need to like work out four times a week and like eat healthy i should have fruit and veggies one time a day don't judge me i'm trying my best because i <laughs> honestly there are some days where i can't even do that like i don't eat a fruit or a vegetable in a day oh god i'm getting better mm-hmm. but yeah there's other goals and then there's my daily goals and contrary to popular belief my daily goals are like i wake up in the morning and then i set three goals for myself in the in a day 
But then I had a friend over, shout out to Jake, um, <laughs> and he saw my daily goals, and he thought that they were goals that, like, I need to do this every single day. And he saw vacuum on there. And he just, he just looked over at the goal board. He's like, geez, Mark, you vacuum every day? Like, calm down. <laughs> like, I was like, no, no. And I explained it to him. No, it's like every day I make new goals. I don't vacuum my house every single day. <laughs> that would be so excessive. But yeah, I've got a lot of goals up there. And <clears throat> I haven't been doing great on a lot of them. Like, That's maybe okay. I'm giving myself. And yeah, like, it's okay that you're not doing everything you wanted to do in quarantine. We're in the middle of a pandemic that in hundreds of years, they're going to be talking about the coronavirus pandemic because the remember in the U S the curve is still going to be up in a hundred years. It's going to keep going up. So they're going to be talking about like when it started. And so that's a major thing in our history right now. And honestly, the first thing that made me feel okay with, how much I'm struggling was when I was on Facebook one day and I saw a post by Anna Ames from camp. Shout out to Anna. Um, but it was just along the lines that, yeah, we're in the middle of this pandemic. So it's okay that you're not being productive. It's a tough time. Like it's a super hard time. So don't worry that you are struggling to work out every day or like cook a meal for every meal, even though you have the time. Like it's yeah. just this is taking a toll on our mental health, it's which affects us physically. Everybody, yeah, absolutely. So once I saw that post, I was like, "Okay, that's good to know." Because mm -hmm. some days I have trouble just getting out of bed. Like mm -hmm. sometimes my goal is just to walk from my bed to my futon, and it's like, you know what? I accomplished something. I walked today. <laughs> some yeah. some days that's all you can ask for because it's it's a it's tough stay on task yeah uh, like my my daily workout thing i there are days where like i just i want to lay in bed instead but oh I, yeah so i lay on the floor and i'm and i'm like already i got my workout playlist going and i'm like i'm just not motivated to do this like why did why am i putting myself through this but then i after like a half hour i'm like okay fine i'll do it and then i i feel so much better and oh I guess, once you do the workout it feels good yeah. Like, like once you're done, it's like, yeah, woo, time <laughs> yeah, to shower and then just be energized. <laughs> yeah. And then you go for a run and then you're like dead. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my big thing with the, um, the workout thing was that I haven't had like a good workout routine in a while. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of my, my big thing this year that I finally have time for it. And like I mentioned with the whole, like balancing work and my personal life i kind of want to get the workout schedule in there too because mm -hmm. i i've seen pictures of myself from when i was you know working eight thousand hours a day and mm -hmm. from just like the past fall and i i look decrepit like i look like a crackhead <laughs> oh my <laughs> and <laughs> and um and I show people like my license picture. And I'm like, dude, I looked like a crackhead before I started working out. And like, yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, and now I feel so much better. I look better. And it, it's just, it's been a good thing for me, even though we're still having tough days here and there. And mm -hmm. oddly enough, the one thing that I was really kind of looking forward to having time for, I haven't really done much of lately, was all my music projects. Like, oh, yeah. I had started a th like about a thousand of them back in March. Yep. And um, 
I, I was super motivated. I have like my whole setup now in my dining room and it's been great. But at a certain point, I just kind of quit everything because I just needed to like take a breather from pushing myself that way. Cause I don't know. I just couldn't, I wasn't enjoying it and I wasn't enjoying the time and it was weird, but lately I've been getting back into it. I think, I think that ties into the whole, like not seeing people for so long. Like you, you need a balance of like working at home and going out, hanging out with people. <laughs> yeah. Bros. You got to hang out with. Yeah. You got to find the good bros. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to Zach and Kevin. They're going to yeah. get one every time. Even when they're like guests on our podcast, we're going to give them shout outs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and shout out uh, Patrick and Ben, too, because I've hung out with them a fair amount. Oh, and Jack. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jack the model. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. I, oh, yeah. Once you said the J of Jack, his his picture just <laughs> popped into my mind. So, yeah, shout out to Jack. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him for a long time. Last time yeah. was at the first house that w- when we first met, like, your oh. first your house. I think that was the last time I saw him because we got mm-hmm. back from MMEA. And then we all passed out on the couch before midnight and he was like still up. <laughs> I felt so bad. Like he was so ready to like hang out. Cause really, like, I know. And we were just really so exhausted that. from like several days in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it, he was chill about it. And you know, we, we still talk. So he didn't like, <laughs> we still talk. Time, so. like, <laughs> I know that was just what did it. Like I came here to party and it's 1130 yeah. and they're all mm-hmm. asleep. To a video of turtles swimming around a coral reef. <laughs> a three-hour video of turtles just swimming. <laughs> I feel like that's when we passed out. Like, that's what we were doing. Because we watched like... that video all the time. Shout out to that sea turtle video. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, the point in the night where things were starting to, like, mellow out. And you felt really good. And it was just, like, a good thing to have in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess it was, like, good a good sleeping video for us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. That and Billy on the street. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched one of those recently. It was a good time. Hmm. Well, I watched like a YouTube a YouTube clip of it just popped up. <laughs> he was in a grocery <laughs> store with Michelle Obama and Big Bird. And I don't I don't even remember what the game was. Um but it was back when Michelle Obama was still the first lady. Oh, those were the oh. times. Makes those days. Yeah, oh, she's so great. She still is. <laughs> and so is Big Bird. Oh yeah, we love. Sh- Big Bird. Shout out to Big Bird. Shout oh, to dude, Big Bird. How you let's doing, get Big, Big Bird? Bird on this podcast. You know, <laughs> it doesn't so really. It doesn't really matter, I guess. But I guess I never really knew Big Bird's gender. Yeah. I... Huh. Honestly, could... when I was a kid, I thought he was a male, but you know, I could be totally wrong. I yeah, I guess I never knew. I don't really remember what they what the pronoun was or mm-hmm. if they even specified it because like the character's personality and character traits just kind of it could have gone either way which yeah, is kind of big cool. bird was just <laughs> nice that's big bird's yeah. gender is just nice yeah yeah just the a gender nice today. <laughs> i can't even say a nice person nice. i like he's a bird he's a big bird yeah big bird big bird is big bird <laughs> what kind of bird is big bird <laughs> <laughs> like a like a chicken? Does Big Bird even have wings? Um, for the arms, yeah. Well, we have arms. Yeah, but Big Bird's arms are wings. 
Or wait, oh. no, they're not. I'm no, dumb. Yeah, they're okay. not. Big Bird has no wings. They're just covered in feathers. Tail. Yeah. Oh, Big Bird mm-hmm. has no wings, but Big Bird is an angel. Big Bird deserves mm-hmm. wings. Like I am ready for the Christmas bells to ring to see <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Big Bird just got their wings. Yes. Big Bird, a Red Bull. <laughs> every time a bell, mama says every time a bell rings, big a Big Bird gets their wings. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so great. A big bird gets their wings. Uh, all right. So, quarantine. Yeah, quarantine. Big yeah, bird. sounds like you've been doing a lot of thing, a lot of positive things during quarantine. I need to talk yeah. about my thing though, because I one of the bullets was to like talk about our new skills. You learned how to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. What else did you say? Um, like, were there other like skills? You got a workout routine going. That's I pretty got a re- good. A workout routine that I shout out to TikTok. I did find that one. From shout TikTok. out to TikTok. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna shout out to that TikToker. I can't remember his okay. name. Okay. He he had a good workout plan that I followed, and I like it. Is that the one you sent to the BFFOGs? Yeah, and then snap group it to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because he was going a million miles per hour. Yeah, he, he was I doing like, like he... five push-ups in a second. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Well, Slow down. He Easy champ. Sped it up or he went fast because there's only so many amount of seconds you get for each. Yeah, he probably time, sped up the video. I sure hope so. But yeah. yeah. So you've got um, all those things. Yeah. And hey, what's Mark doing? Wow. Hey, thank you for what asking. Mark doing? Yeah. Good, good question. <laughs> yeah. Well, you actually mentioned it briefly, but my one big skill that I got during quarantine was like mixing cocktails. Mm. And like, I just had one today. Like I taught summer school then I had one. (laughs) I kind of had one. Okay. Honestly, like I got done with school and I had some coffee left and during school, like halfway through school today, those kids were so full of energy and I just wasn't even with all the coffee. I was like, okay, I'm going to get home from school. I'm just going to pour some Jameson in this coffee. And then I poured it into a cup and I realized, oh man, there's not that much coffee left. And then I just started pouring the Jameson and I was like, whoops, that's like half and half, which is not the correct measurements for an Irish coffee. So it was really warm though. And it put me in a good mood. (laughs) I finished it like an hour ago. Um, So yeah, I had an Irish coffee. I put some brown sugar in it too. That makes it really good. But yeah, Mm. I learned how to make an Irish coffee during quarantine. Uh, My favorite... So basically how it all started was my favorite drink is an old fashioned and I wanted to learn how to make one. And so I was like watching YouTube videos on how to do it. And then I made one and I was like, whoa, that's good. And I made that. And then there are all these other drinks that I wanted to learn how to make. I learned how to make a Manhattan and like different versions of screwdrivers and different drinks with gin and just a lot of different types of things. And it was nice because it also kept me like it kept my drinking pretty light because I would only drink like one or two drinks a night instead of like heavily drinking like I did in college. Because <laughs> in college, I just drank a lot of cheap stuff. I went for quantity over quality. Like you've told me that you're proud of me for getting out of my old ways instead of just drinking like seven cans of hams in a night. I'll just have yeah. one old fancy drink. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and yeah now i drink like more fancy drinks because it gets the job done and i can mix them myself and it's so nice and 
the other night I like made some drinks for other people. It's like, hey, I made a pina colada for the first time a couple nights ago. And like a friend was driving through and I was like, oh my gosh, I made my first pina colada. You want to try it? She was like, wow, it's really good. (laughs) It's like, yeah. I also, that was the reason I bought a blender when I was at Target. I bought a blender (gasps) because I wanted to make pina coladas. And I was like, (laughs) I have my magic bullet. Okay. I know. It was so good. And yeah. And it feels like I, it does feel like a new skill that I built during quarantine because so many people are like building workout routines or like writing a lot of writing music or doing a lot of art and it's like well i should have a thing like even just having that one thing feels good because i mean in my mind i have a lot of things that i want to do like i want to write some music i want to get better at piano i want to run a 5k i want to get an exercise routine but that's like a lot of things and it's just nice to accomplish something and i hope that everyone who's listening has like accomplished a goal but also if you haven't that's okay mm-hmm. if you accomplished like getting out of bed in the morning good for you especially if you're like not working right now <clears throat> honestly if you haven't been working this whole time i am wow kudos to you like i don't know what i would do if i wasn't even working from home online mm-hmm. like whew. so matt <laughs> that's you <laughs> yeah, that is me oh. <laughs> yeah if you haven't had a job this whole time I haven't. Oof. And you know what? That I mean, that's okay. I mean, I I was kind of teaching lessons for a little while, and mm-hmm. um, otherwise I've been kind of doing me and keeping myself safe. Yeah, and look, you, you learned how to ride party. a bike. You've got a good workout routine. Yeah. We started a podcast. We started a podcast. <laughs> it is another huge thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. It kind of goes hand in hand with another thing that i wanted to do for a long time which was start a youtube channel so it kind of well we might have to start a youtube channel at some point some people told us we should do that yeah and that may very well happen a good segue (laughs) (laughs) Um, youtube yeah i think the name of the game for quarantine has been self-care and that's what Mm -hmm. i think everybody should remember like if again we're gonna i'm just reiterating if you didn't if you don't have a new skill if you didn't learn a new thing or if you're not any, working if you're not working if you didn't do anything don't worry about it like this is extremely traumatic for everybody we're in the mm-hmm. middle of a pandemic that we could have never imagined and we you know there is no telling what's going to happen we just need to take care of ourselves right now it, that's just the name of the game yeah get through the <laughs> yeah. days mm-hmm. so if you can get through the day i am proud of you yes <laughs> Well, oh. thank you. <laughs> Good job, Mark. I've been doing that. This reminds <laughs> me of that Always Sunny episode. This is a total tangent, but there's an Always Sunny episode where they're like getting involved with a pyramid scheme and they're trying to sell this juice called Invigoron. And then it's like, oh, the these donkeys in the mountains drink it and they've survived several. And they're, they're like, it's some sort of super berry. And then the person's like, oh, okay, a super berry. Like, what kind of powers does it give you? It's like, well, these donkeys drink it, and they survive years in the mountains, like, through treacherous winters. And then the person's just like, Dennis is just like, oh, so the only superpower I get is surviving winters? Because I've survived many winters without these berries. It's like, like, yeah, well, good for you for surviving a winter 
or a spring and almost summer we've almost survived a summer in quarantine isn't that wild like because during summer everyone is traveling they're going to their cabins they're going to pools they're going to social events they're going to big concerts and now a lot of those are just gone yeah it's like oh goodbye summer so Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's a that's a good thing to talk about what's your quarantine summer look like what What did my my quarantine summer look like yeah probably like your quarantine spring (laughs) yeah a little bit a little bit more fun actually just because you know the sunshine and i discovered that there's a beach like seven miles from my house but (laughs) i also think like we're just getting used to it now we're getting used to quarantine and figuring out how to keep ourselves happy yeah and we have push the boundaries just a little bit but um, i know <laughs> you talk about you and me right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay <laughs> it's okay I, like we were still safe like i mean we talked about traveling to duluth when we don't live in duluth but mm-hmm. we played it safe and thanks to going to duluth another shout out to zach wood i saw that he was always carrying around um a thing a sanitizer no matter where he went and i've started doing that like and I have this thing that attaches to the loop, the loops in your shorts. So I just have it like attached to me while I'm teaching, while I go anywhere. And it feels so nice because when I used to like go into Target and then back out, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't wash my hands in there. Like I'm going to contaminate my car. But now I just like go into Target and I come back out to my car and it's like, I touched a lot of things in there. So I take <laughs> out my sanitizer and I wash my hands. It's like, ah, thank goodness. Oh. So thank the... you, Zach, for that idea. Yeah. And also shout out to Target. They finally put um <laughs> like <laughs> the uh, um the hand sanitizer pumps next to every self checkout, which is super oh, yeah. nice. That's what like I mean they clean it off every time, but it's nice to have that kind of security after you go through buying everything and Absolutely. the transaction. Sanitizer yeah. in general is just making more of a presence. Because when I was at Target on Monday, I actually bought another thing of sanitizer. Like I'm not out yet, but I'm gonna run out soon. So mm-hmm. it's like it's good to just have one of those portable things. Yeah. You know, and you're just seeing it more and more in general. And mm-hmm. it's good to see, even if it's not yours, even if it's for the workers, it's like, well, thank God the workers are sanitizing. Yeah. Um, I think I have a conspiracy real quick. I think I have, oh. one, I had one in my backpack and it's a not conspiracy. Yeah. I'm convinced someone <laughs> I... stole my hand sanitizer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cause I can't find it anywhere. I I have another conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You just lost it in your backpack. That is, it's that a backpack. It is a big backpack too, and I did empty it at one point, and then yeah, only it's put a big backpack back in. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's a it's a really big backpack. You put your bike in there. Yeah, my bike fits in there. LOL, JK. It's not that big. <laughs> That'd be wild. Like I'm in your backpack right now. Yeah, recording this podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. So sanitizer theft, I guess that's another thing during quarantine. Yeah. Honestly, if there wasn't so much like sanitizer available now, because, you know, companies are going crazy making it now and they're probably making a buttload of money. So mm-hmm. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot. You're on a roll. <laughs> I'll be honest. Full, full disclosure. I actually did just pour another glass of whiskey in my whiskey run 5k. It feels good tonight. Yeah. It's the good. mood. Whiskey That's, Wednesday. Yeah. 
I feel like if I did live with people, I might be day drinking more. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, it's very sunny outside right now. We're recording this earlier than usual because I got bored. And I was like, <laughs> Matt, let's record it. And then it was like 4.30 when we started recording. And here we are. Yeah. And there's a fly on my window. I have a big fly problem right now. I'm not sure what's happening. Side tangent. but <laughs> um, Okay, I did start having a bug problem because when we installed my AC unit, it's not a problem, actually. When we installed my AC unit, hang on, excuse me. My dad like came up to help me. And then we like put it in the window. We don't have screws in it or anything, but you know, it's hanging on by a thread, so it'll be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But basically it's in my window, but there are like cracks and openings. I don't know if that's common for like AC units, like, cause it's one of those heavy ones you lift up and you put it in the window, yeah. but there are like cracks by the window. So it's just always mm-hmm. open. And my dad was just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Just, you'll just have some bugs. I'm like, okay. Cause I mean, dad lives on the farm, so he's probably kind of used to it. Actually, there aren't a lot of bugs in our house, but yeah, I've been having a few in here, but now that I say that, I realize I haven't had any in a while, knock on wood. Hmm. Well, (laughs) apparently it started while, over the weekend while I was in Duluth, like I came back and my roommate was complaining about all these flies he had to kill, and sure enough, I'm in like the dining room in the morning, and there are like seven flies on the like the glass sliding doors. So I like every morning I've had to kill like mm-hmm. a whole family of flies. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. I don't even know what's going on, but um, <laughs> yeah, I totally relate to what you're saying about the day drinking with roommates. So, cause I Oh that's yeah. Me. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it, would be, it would be motivation to, um, to do so. Could like, you imagine if we were still in 1713, oh that would actually God. be a pretty fun quarantine. Shout out to Kevin. Ben, Cole, we'll put James in there, even though he didn't. You didn't. You never lived with him. And yeah. Brenton. Brenton. Oh, I feel bad. Did I forget someone? Isaiah no. used to live there with me. Yeah. No, seventeen thirteen was our old, our old house. Oh, it was a good time. Probably. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. No, I'm gonna say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Vine. Okay, but <laughs> no. I'm going to say it. Like, th- that was probably my favorite house I lived in. Like, it was just this big old house. It was, I mean, you heard me name it off. There were six people living in there at a time, and it was a duplex. So there were six guys on the other side. And it was just a bunch of, like, fun bros. If I was bored, like, there was someone home, and they were usually watching basketball. I feel like we talked about this recently. We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and they were really they were all really cool, really nice people and really mm-hmm. interesting people, honestly. Now that I, I think back, I mean an eclectic group. Like James. Shout out to James G. He's a brand ambassador for Healy's. He's a rapper. Um and, and he just had an interesting TikTok. life. He what? <laughs> he's famous on TikTok too. He's famous on TikTok. He went viral. Yeah. Like and, we lived with interesting people. Yeah. And um, I think every, the the biggest thing for me at that house, not only the location and the people, but like, well, the people, because mm-hmm. they all knew how to be roommates. Like, yeah, I've had some clunkers here and there. Like, I, yes. I will never say that I have had a bad roommate, 
mm-hmm. because I I liked all my roommates and like a good chunk of them were all my friends. Um, yeah. But I, some of them, it, it can be tricky to live with. So I'm glad we just had the right formula. Yeah. In a, in and well, the big thing with them too was we were living in a house with six guys. Mm-hmm. It was one of the cleanest houses I ever lived in. Yeah. And like people weren't like angry about it. They were like, dude, do your dishes. Gosh darn it. Like, come on, what's wrong with you? People were just like, like Kevin would just tell me like, hey man, do your dishes. I'm like, all right, thanks for telling me in a respectful way. So I just did them. And usually we didn't even have to ask. I mean, sometimes with me, they were like, Mark, you've had a dish for two days. Clean it. I'm like, oh, okay. But no, we were good about just cleaning it ourselves, cleaning the bathrooms. Well, okay, you know what? Kevin was good at cleaning the bathrooms <laughs> and, um, or sweeping the floors. But it just, like, because a lot of the college houses, you just felt dirty and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And someone would walk through and be like, is this a crack house? Like, but no, not this house. It was just like, a chill place to hang out with the boys. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Seventeen thirteen was great. But yeah, yeah, it would be nice to be quarantining with roommates. Like I feel like it would have been a good time. But it'd be nice to quarantine with roommates that you know too. Roommates that you like. Oh <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's one of the whenever I'm feeling lonely and depressed at home, it's like, well, at least I'm not with my psycho roommate from before like if yeah. i was quarantined with that psycho roommate then things would be a lot worse mm-hmm. um one or both of us would probably be dead now <laughs> like, yep <laughs> yeah so it's it's a good thing and that place mm-hmm. was another smelly college house because no matter how much they cleaned the litter box it just always smelled like cat pee like what's up with that yeah like that i feel like that's I, like a common problem though Oh, litter boxes no. are kind of notoriously just really smelly. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that until after I buy my cat. Okay, forget I okay. said anything. Get okay, <laughs> even though it's recorded and we're going to post this and it's going to be available forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just forget it. Welcome to the internet. You know what? You still have to edit it. Just edit that part out where I talk about okay. litter boxes. <laughs> no, don't. We don't have to edit that out. Wouldn't that be so weird if it, we just like s- skipped over something and like wonder what they talked about? And really, it was litter boxes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they are so smelly. And mm-hmm. he was kind of good about cleaning it, but also not really. Yeah, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. I have to say about that. <laughs> also, and, and... okay. I, I just based off what I just did, I realize I've been doing such weird things alone since I live alone. What was I doing? Okay. No, right before recording this podcast, this is so weird. Um, I was, I decided that I wanted to pour myself a glass of whiskey. So I started singing whiskey glass to the tune of silver bells, like, you know, silver bells. But I was just like, whiskey glass, whiskey glass. It's Christmas time in the city. Like, I just did that. So that's one nice thing about being alone. And I also really enjoy when I'm cooking and just have a. I'm playing my good vibes playlist and I'll just have a dance party in my kitchen. Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Like, oh, sep- yeah. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire comes on. It's like, woo! Yeah. And then the neighbor looks over from their apartment, like, what's that dude doing? It's like, I don't care. 
like oh yeah when you live alone dance parties are great or i guess if you live with people it could be too but yeah sometimes roommates can be a little judgy yeah i tend to do a lot of dance parties in my kitchen especially because uh even though i have three roommates is a like a 90 percent chance that none of them are home Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah because they all they all work or they go out and golf Oh, absolutely. And recently, mm-hmm. I've been telling myself um, that you need to, like, just enjoy the little things. Like, I mean, that's the thing you need to think about always, but especially now. And when I think about that, the first thing my, my mind goes to is, like, kitchen dance parties or just, like, cleaning dance parties. Like, if I'm if I'm doing my <laughs> daily vacuuming, then <laughs> I'll have music playing and it's like, woo, buddy, say that you remember, you know? Yeah, if I'm like, if and I'm it's just those little things. That are if I if I'm cleaning, I you, you disregard, disregard the cleaning. No, I disregard everybody oh, in the okay. house. I'm like, I'm playing music, and it's gonna be loud, and I don't care if you like it or not. But I'm cleaning the house, and mm-hmm. you can just deal with it, <laughs> and then never complain. So it's okay. <laughs> I couldn't imagine like cleaning without music on. I know, or just many aspects of my way. life without music. You know, because my mom actually, when I drove around with her, um we just wouldn't play the radio or anything like we would talk. So usually we wouldn't be in silence, but usually we'd run out of things to talk about, but we wouldn't play the radio with like her in the car. Mm. That's such a weird vibe. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, now uh... that I'm alone, always (laughs) playing something. And now that I have my new car, like I'm playing my music, not just the radio. So that's very cool. Yeah. I, I can't imagine being the type of person that does anything without music. Like it, because we're musicians, like that's a huge well, yeah. Part of the vibe, so everything needs a soundtrack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, yeah, and I was gonna say, riding with my mom, like I could, I could DJ. She she is pretty eclectic with her music taste. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she grew up in the '60s in London, so she has she knows all the good stuff. And then she's been really into Tame Impala, which I'm I'm so Ooh. in love with the, that fact. And then my dad he will listen to the current sometimes or he just likes to drive in silence and then talk about the engine or boats or <laughs> fishing or you know typical dad stuff and oh yeah <laughs> and um sadly so i don't know if i've ever told you this but sometimes if i'm talking to someone i will and like even if i'm engaged in the conversation my brain may or may not tune them out because they may be talking in a, like a super monotone voice, and that reminds me of car rides with my dad. And mm-hmm. at, at some point, you just kind of tune him out, and he keeps going, and you say, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's, oh my it doesn't gosh, really matter so if you pay things. attention or not, which is, <laughs> that happened to bad, me but... today, <laughs> tuning out. Well, because five students were talking to me, having a conversation with me at once, and oh, I was boy. like, oh yeah, cool. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. They're just talking, 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 and they don't realize I'm not listening to three mm-hmm. other kids. But keep going. <laughs> yeah, it um so what what's funny is that I told Shannon, my sister, that and she's like, Me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, he I love my dad. It's mm-hmm. kinda boring being on a car a long car ride with him because mm-hmm. A, there's usually not any music and B, he's always talking about campers and boats and driving and the sound of the engine. And I mean, as a diesel truck driver i get why he'd want to listen to the engine while he's driving it because oh yeah you know he cares about that stuff but just throw on the radio or something yeah <laughs> can't do it <laughs> also i need to backtrack a little 
I said my mom okay. doesn't like to listen to the radio in the car. Um, mm-hmm. She still does like music, and honestly, she's her and my dad are probably the reason I got into music. Because mm-hmm. when she's cleaning around the house, she'll just be randomly singing something. And my, my dad would always just randomly break into Bare Necessities from Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. He'll just sing like, look for the bear. Like, and he's such a, a quiet guy. He's a really reserved, quiet guy. He's a farmer. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only thing. Like, that was my biggest memory of music from childhood was dad would just start singing Bare Necessities. Or my mom, like, she won't even be singing a certain song. She'll just be, like, singing some sort of melody that I don't know. Maybe it is a song. But yeah, I mean, she and she loves doing that. She loves just like singing out of nowhere, especially when she's cleaning. So yeah, she doesn't listen to the radio in the car. And she does like talking to me in the car. But yeah, she still has like music in her life. Mm -hmm. I guess my dad kind of does too. And honestly, Bare Necessities is one of my favorite songs. Jungle Book is my favorite Disney movie. And it's also just a song that fits my voice personally. You know, yeah, it's like a bass singing. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But music is a, a good part of life. And I think that's what we need to take away from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel, I feel like it's going to come up in like every podcast we have. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it came up in the first one. I don't remember how, but I'm sure it, well, because we're music teachers, we had to introduce ourselves. Right. And then in the second one, we talked a little bit about streaming, music streaming services. And now this one, it's been a huge center. And actually, within the last two days, I've had a big music thing happening. Because I decided that, like, I really... No, I had to practice piano because I'm a choir teacher. So to assist the kids, like, learning, you have to, like, play their parts. So most of my piano practice is, like, reading choir scores choral scores the pr- is the proper term <laughs> but yeah that's what most of my practicing is but i also realized from people like saying told me you should just play something that you like which i do like a lot of choral scores but i kind of want to just learn something that i can like play and sing along to so starting yesterday or two days ago i'm trying to learn being alive from the musical company it's like one of Stephen Sondheim's greatest pieces. And it's also a really good baritone piece. And so <clears throat> that's something that I really want to get into because I want at least one song where I can play something beautiful on piano. And I have a beautiful, not to brag, but I have a gorgeous voice. <laughs> and that's a really good song for my voice. Do you know the song, Being Alive? I don't. Company? Oh my gosh. I just watched the musical last night and it kind of, kind of effed me up <laughs> what because what um, platform did you watch it on it was on youtube i just oh. typed in company full musical and i watched the modern version from 2011 because okay the star okay the musical is called company it might be one of my favorite musicals honestly from 1970 steven sondheim did the music it's called company 2011 oh wait i was gonna tell you the story okay it's <laughs> Here I go jumping around. So the story basically is Bobby is the main character, Robert Bobby. And he's just this bachelor who's like 30 years old. And all of his friends are just like five married couples or like almost married couples. And so it's just his stories with them. 
And throughout this thing, he's realizing like, oh, maybe I should like settle down and get married and learn how to do this married life. Because he's he's either scared of commitment or he just thinks it's stupid. Like he's just not ready to get married yet. And he's like, nah, I don't need to do that. Um, that that's basically the story, just him hanging out with the different couples. And so the star is Neil Patrick Harris, incredible actor. But it also has Stephen Colbert is one of the couples and John Cryer from Two and a Half Men. He plays oh. Alan. Yeah, he's yeah. in it. And I was like, oh my God. And I saw those three in it. And I'm like, I should watch this musical. And it was a really cool musical. And it ends with being alive. And it's just such an amazing song. Shout out to Stephen Sondheim. Like, hopefully we can get him on our podcast. He's like 90 years old now. But <laughs> I have heard oh my that gosh. name before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he... Mm -hmm. He might be one of my favorite composers of musicals, but you know, I'm new into like loving musicals. And that's mm -hmm. actually something I did a lot during quarantine was watch full musicals like Newsies, Cats, Phantom of the <laughs> Opera, Love Never Dies, mm -hmm. Hamilton. So I've been really getting into musicals and that song, I would love to like sing more musical stuff too. So especially that song, because it kind of fits my voice. It gets a little high, but Listen to Being Alive from Company if you haven't. I will. Listeners, celebrities. <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> haven't shouted out to the celebrities yet. Celebrities, shout out to you. <laughs> oh, that reminds We'll get them someday. So, <laughs> so I, I, you know, I jam out on my guitar a lot lately. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of fun to like. Ooh, yeah, that too. Along. And um, so, you know, I'm a big Weezer fan, right? So I. Oh, you, know, you I are? That out. Shout yeah. out to Weezer. Shout out to Weezer. Is this coma where you at? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to um, get you someday. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so I, <laughs> I started playing Say It Ain't So today, and then I started yes. singing the, uh, the Drake It Ain't So version, <laughs> <laughs> which is the, uh, um, the Drake and Josh theme song matched up with the, uh, the instrumental of Say It Ain't So. And it, it was chords great. works way too well. It's so <laughs> it good. does. Everybody, after you're done listening to our podcast, go to YouTube, search Drake It Ain't So. Yep. If I haven't sent it to you already, because I know I sent it yeah. to like everybody. Or even but, just um, pause right now and go listen to that. Yeah. And then come and then back. You'll, and then you'll understand why it's so magical. But yeah. It, <laughs> also, it has no Drake the Rapper in it. I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it, it was magical. Mm -hmm. yeah shout but, out to drake and josh that's been a big part of my quarantine too <laughs> yeah but that reminds me though um because there there uh, many studies have come out that said like merely sitting and playing an instrument is good for your mental health especially in your adult life and i think i was kind of like in a weird headspace yesterday afternoon and so then I like went to my guitar and started playing and i instantly felt so much better it cool. so it, it's mm -hmm. kind of true the right. exact same thing happened to me today because I get done teaching at like one o'clock. So I get home at one thirty. I have my lunch and usually I'll take an afternoon nap. This is the first day in a while I haven't taken a nap, but that's because, so I got home, I watched the office. Then I listened to the office ladies podcast. Shout out to the office ladies. Um, <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah. So I listened to that and I played rocket league because I usually play rocket league while I listen to podcasts. Oh. And then after that, I was just like tired. And I was like, dude, I haven't taken my nap yet. I need to take my nap. But instead of my nap, I made my Irish coffee. And then I practiced 
um, being alive. I like practiced piano and singing and I felt really good after that. And then I texted you and I was like, let's record the podcast now. Like I've gotten Irish coffee high. And I mean, it wasn't just the Irish coffee though. It was like actually playing piano and singing a song that I really love. And yeah, even if you're not, even if you say you're not a music person, there's got to be at least one type of music that you like creating. And also, oh my gosh, I need to say this. Okay. Even if you don't think you're a good singer, sing anyway. Like, if you don't think you're good at drawing, just draw anyway. Like, I've been doing that too. I've been drawing stuff. Because, like, I've been seeing these posts on Facebook a lot. Like, you it's kind of sad that art has just become this thing that you're supposed to be good at. It's like, no, it's something that we're born with that we need to. You sing before you learn how to talk. You dance before you learn how to walk. And you like draw before you learn how to draw good things. But like, yes, art needs to be a part of your life because it makes you feel good. And whatever form of art you like, like just do that. Yeah. Go. I think, did you mean that you learn to draw before you write? Yes. Oh, I thank think you. I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> That's probably it. You learn how to draw before you write. You, you don't see like some five-month-old writing "The Raven" by Edgar Allan Poe. That'd be wild. That would be I, wild. I'm a little afraid. They draw if a raven. If they're writing first. Edgar Allan Poe at that age. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, I guess if you're writing Edgar Allan Poe, you're just like reading text and like. Oh, the raven was black. It was very black, and it was dark out. So I couldn't really see the raven because it was black, and it was dark. I don't know how the poem goes. (laughs) (laughs) I made that up, so shout out to Edgar Allan Poe for making a much better version of that than me, probably. Yeah, go him. Maybe. (laughs) But yeah, even though that wasn't good, that was fun to do. I had fun making up that poem just on the spot. So it just feels good to create art. And don't let people say, like, wow, you don't have a good singing voice. Like, you shouldn't sing. Like, no, sing. In fact, sing louder in their face with the mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Or if someone's like, wow, I don't like your drawing. It's like, well, that's too bad because I like it and I'm going to keep drawing. Yeah. So just, uh, if it makes you feel good, do it. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not really bad at anything. I think Yeah. It's so subjective, like your taste in music is bad. No, it's not. That a other person just doesn't really like it. And that's Yeah, okay. we all like different things. And yeah, we all have I, different voices. Here's the choir yeah. teacher in me. Like maybe you're not good at singing opera, but maybe your voice totally rocks when you sing rock. Or maybe you're a really good rapper. Or maybe mm-hmm. you're really good at belting. Like whatever it is, like there's yeah. thousands of different styles of music. Like your voice can do something. Like, if you can talk, you can sing. I say that all the time. Okay, I'm going to step off my soapbox now. Sing more. <laughs> yeah. No such thing as a bad singer. Mm-hmm. I tell my students that all the time. If you can talk, you can sing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um... Ice cream. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> do you have any uh, closing remarks? Um. If you want to wrap wow. this up, we can. Yeah, I didn't even um do a bullet you never asked for a bullet i mean i guess yeah, i mentioned the new we're skills <laughs> we're pretty good and we're not even at an hour and a half yet unless we do yeah. our minnesota goodbye a little too long Which closing remarks <laughs> that's me mark okay 
Oh, wait, there was one little thing I wanted to mention that actually has been a huge part of my life. So maybe we are going to go over it. But, Whatever. you know, because I'm a social person and I need to talk to people and I need people in my life. So basically, video calls have been a huge part oh, of my life. Yeah. And now that I have, now that I have asthma, um, <laughs> I don't want to go out and like, <laughs> I'm trying not to see people as much. And I'm trying to put video calls back into my life. And honestly, I try to do four to five to six video calls every week. And it's helped me reconnect with old friends from high school. And it's helped me reconnect with friends from college. And sometimes even, well, just do meetings for work. And sometimes connect with people like that live in Eau Claire with me. But really, it's been a big part of my life. And even just this podcast has been something that has kept me talking to people. So shout out to Zoom and Discord and Google Meet, anything I use for video chats. Facebook Messenger, Snapchat. And it's it's been like just a really good thing for me specifically. Like if you need people, like like thank God we have this technology. Yeah, I'm not sure what we would have done if it were like 1993. Oh gosh, yeah, no, I don't know. We would have been like on our landlines. Oh my god. Or like buying minutes for our 17 inch cell phone. (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> I bought 10,000 minutes in 93 and I'm still using them. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So video calls have been a big part of my life. And like I video called Matt and Zach and Kevin, shout out to them. And shout out to everyone I've done a video call with. Because if you've done a video call with me, you have like turned my mood around because I get depressed alone. And it's been a very important thing. And actually, literally right after this, I might be doing another video call. So hey. yeah. And I mean, not just for my social life, but or my social life, everyone's social life and everyone's work life too. Because I mean, there are probably still people working from home, and they have meetings like online. So mm-hmm. that's been a huge part. Huge is video calling. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. That that's like something I've never i obviously i've done it before but i never did it in the way that we have been lately like we're making a point to do it once a week with multiple groups of people or Mm -hmm. just one person and that's been a a kind of a cool change yeah it's been able to adapt yes and that was like my closing remark then (laughs) was going Ah. to be my closing remark (laughs) like things are different but you know we're humans we're able to adapt to these things like like i really missed being around people in person. So I reached mm-hmm. out to them and said like, Hey, like call me on the videos and like, we miss music. So we're making our own music and we Sorry, realized that we scared. have this time. What? You got scared? Yeah. Every now and again, my ice machine will just like drop a piece of ice and it just makes it a loud bang. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's what ice machines are supposed to do. So yeah, should, should be scary. happy. <laughs> okay. It was like the guy from uh, that's my karma of today. Shout out Your to that barista I scared the crap out of today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the barista. <laughs> After you gave him a heart attack, he came back as a ghost and just dropped a piece of ice. Yeah, <laughs> I want to reiterate though that he is still alive and very well. <laughs> yes, he's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but yes, um. I know you're struggling, listeners and celebrities, but 
it's okay. Like, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to yeah. wake up and be like, oh, gosh, how am I going to get out of bed? Like, things are hard right now. And find little things that make you happy. Like, for me, it was making cocktails. Like, that's fun to do. Or, like, creating music. Or, like, think of something you've always wanted to do, but you always said, oh, yeah, I don't have time for that. I'll do it another time. <laughs> Try and do oh. it. I've never learned that. Somebody should yeah. teach me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, try to enjoy like little things that you do have in your life because there's still some things there. Closing remarks, Matt. You know what? I'll I will. I'll just echo that. Whatever Mark said, I said. <laughs> do you even know what I said? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I always said we close it last time. Like, I would say something long and elaborate, and you'll just be like, ditto. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll get to do the closing remark. <laughs> yeah. And well, not to brag, but it was the most amazing closing remark that you'll ever hear. It's so, true. <laughs> not to be brag. I'm a very humble person. Not to be brag. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, not to be <laughs> Okay, you paid a little attention. <laughs> oh. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember that we're all in this together. It's dramatic and we'll be okay. And yeah. uh find some friends to go biking. Yeah. Start start <laughs> listening to podcasts like the yeah. like the Matt and Mark podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't forget to again follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And also subscribe to our podcast channels like our Apple Podcast and uh, Spotify. Yeah. And we'll keep, not to brag, but we'll give you the best quality podcast that exists. Not to be brag. Not to be brag. (laughs) All right. All right. That's all. Gucci. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We love you all. Mm -hmm. And. We're all in this together. You can do it. You can do it! <laughs> oh, red green. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, red green? Like the from yeah. the red green show? Yeah. I'm pulling oh. for you. We're all in this together. Oh, right. I'm a man, and I can change if I, if have, I have to. to I guess. I guess. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now that we've done the pledge, that's all, folks. That's <laughs> how we're going to close it. Oh, oh, I might no. watch some red green after this. Oh, wow. Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> and we have time now that we're in quarantine. Exactly. And All right. It's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Is, that's going to be a thing tonight. At some point. All right. All right. Very well, <laughs> friends. Adios. Adios.